It's time to set sail on a special edition of Unconstitutional Awakening, the podcast. Avashi is today. We're showing you guys a very fantabulous Christmas special that we've filmed to, uh, you know, do some things, you know, talk some things about Christmas and mysteries around it and conspiracies around it and myths and occult stuff and just all the good kind of weird things that go along with this holiday. And I figured since we're keen on doing some fun things around here that it'd be fun to have a Christmas special. So I invited my friends, Canadian John, Nate from Realities Ours, and voila me to come and join us for this conversation. This is going to be some good fun stuff. I really have been looking forward to this. Figured you guys would enjoy it too, because, you know, there's, I don't think there's that many Christmas podcast specials going on. So I figured I'd hop on it and be the first one to do it. You know, we always have a lot of good fun around here with a lot of different things. We did some cool stuff back in Halloween for you guys with, you know, all the costumes and having all the extra spooky stuff going on. You know, it's, it's, you don't want to be a one hit wonder. You don't want to be just the same old drab, boring nonsense every single day. And that's why we have so much variety over here on this show. Cause, you know, I, I, I think that there needs to be variety because there's so many weird things going on in the world that, we don't quite understand yet so much of it is totally tied back together and Christmas is definitely one of those things, you know, it's celebrated worldwide and different cultures, different ways, you know, different beliefs and stuff like that. And we're, we're going to kind of touch on that a little bit tonight with a bunch of different, you know, little things here and there talking about it. I think this is going to be a really fantabulous conversation. So, and of course, anything that we do discuss tonight, you guys, you know, I am great about trying to get you those links where you can find everything to go with those links and stuff like that back at your favorite website on the internet right now, unconstitutionalawakening.com. You're home for everything unconstitutional awakening. We've got things from our podcast and stuff that all the hosts are doing and ways to get back to all the hosts via their social medias and such, as well as the links to get back to Rumble, Odyssey, and BitChute. That way you guys can watch the, watch these fantabulous episodes of the show. We do occasionally throw episodes up on YouTube like this one, so we appreciate you guys over there watching too as well. And everybody that's out there listening all over the world and all of the streaming apps that we're on, because I'll tell you what, if you can stream it, we're totally there. So just give a search for Unconstitutional Awakening, the podcast, and see what pops up, because I keep finding us in more and more places every day. 
While you're on the website, you can also just listen to the show right there. I've done a good job of hooking that up there. There's also our fantabulous merch store where you can get you some sweet UA merch, all different kinds of stuff. I've been seeing folks buy stuff up for Christmas, so that's been great. I hope you, whoever gets that kind of stuff for Christmas enjoys it, and we appreciate it greatly. As well as checking out our friends in Liberty, Kirk Elliott, Peachy Key Creations, Ammo Can Survival, Brett Pike with Classical Learner, and our newest our newest uh, sponsor slash friends in Liberty, Pure Pet Wellness, who are making CBD products for animals. All this stuff is great, and you can find links to it in this episode and over there on unconstitutionalawakening.com. So, you know, we, we do appreciate all that good kind of stuff, man, and, and I'm sure everybody else is doing it appreciates it, too. I can't thank you guys enough, and that's what made me think that it would be great to give you guys a Christmas episode. So I guess without further ado, let's hop on into this and get going. Good evening, everybody. Of course, as you know, I said we're having this Christmas extravaganza, and I have some absolute great past guests coming back to join me for this episode. Just partially, this was a little bit of Walla Me's idea and some conversation we were having, so Walla Me's here this evening. And we brought my good buddy Nate from Reality Zars over there. Nate, I got to give you props, yes. man. You you introduced me to just just because of knowing you, man, and, and just linking with you on Instagram, you've introduced me to so many amazing people i've had on the show over here man since then and like like i gotta credit you to being the like founder of that little podcast family that we kind of got going on over there on instagram dude like you're you're pretty awesome in that aspect of it i appreciate that just wanted to let you know man thanks brother you're part of my podcast family too love it bro oh, yeah. love it love it and i got my buddy john up there from canada over here how you been up there man i've, I've missed you i ain't seen you in a little while we're holding it down up here busy busy Trying to uh, keep things growing on social media front. Trying to coach some kids hockey and stay out of the hospital. Unfortunately, was unable to do that last Monday night. Got four fresh stitches here. They say they're dissolvable, Jim Bob, but they don't feel too dissolvable, and they're feeling pretty stuck in there. So there's going to be a night with tweezers coming up here over the holidays. They listen. I, I they tricked me with the dis, with the dissolvable. Yeah. Before when they put part of the 19 in the front of my face inside my nose they were like the ones in there are dissolvable till they had to strap me down and clip them out and like oh, you know no. that was that was not fun so no. like it's it there's definitely definitely something to say about some of that stuff for sure I, I i don't know i'm a i'm a super glue guy i work on out in the field a lot and you never know what you might cut open and you're just like oh you know what tape glue all right let's keep well, going that's like, why super glue that was the original use for super glue teeth my friend it teeth, did it. teeth and closing small wounds no crazy that was the original purpose for it my, my friend, crazy glue crazy Callen, glue not super glue crazy, crazy glue, glue. My friend yeah, fell into a table. Here. His tooth just flew yeah. off. He he was high as hell. He took his tooth. Oh my god! With the super glue, because they asked the dentist, they were like, "Jammed it in there." It worked. Yeah. So, he so, did the and, right thing. And and of course, you know, I've got as you guys can hear, I've got Luis and Bandit on here with me this evening. I could, I am so thankful you guys joined me for our Christmas special. I figured there wasn't too many folks letting out a uh, Christmas Day episode, and I figured I'd jump on that bandwagon, because why not? Like, let's have some fun with it and talk about Christmas. And that was kind of what I invited you guys to talk about here tonight, is because, you know, it turns out that the entire world doesn't get visited by Santa Claus. You know, oh, what 
what a surprise, right? You know, why, you know, but officially there's holidays in that time of year throughout the year, whether it be, you know, like Hanukkah and Kwanzaa, of course, and, you know, Christmas, of course, as well, but there's been holidays for centuries and I mean, just tons of years in different places of the world that revolve around this kind of year, whether it be pagan holidays, whether it be, you know, Indian holidays, whether it be, you know, like the South, the, the what is it, the Southwest region of the, of Asia and stuff too, with some of these holidays and stuff. There's just, there's all these crazy different aspects of it, even some really cool stuff up in like Russia and stuff like that. And it's, it's all over the place. You know, you see kind of a lot of the same stuff in the occult world as well, as well as a bunch of crazy myths and different places that are actually like true on history that a lot of things that we celebrate today actually revolve around. So like, I, I figured it'd be cool to chat Christmas with you guys. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know who celebrates what, who's, who doesn't celebrate anything and how things are carried on. I mean, we, we do a, I guess a classic Christmas down here in the area that I am, you know, family and a tree and stuff for my kids. Cause you know, I, I, I do enjoy the time of year doing stuff like that. I didn't, I didn't get the full fledged memories, I guess, like a lot of people did. And I wanted to make sure my kids did. And we just have different outlooks on a lot of the things on the way we do it. We don't go along really with the whole Santa Claus idea. So but uh, I was going to ask Santa Claus or no Santa Claus. No so, Santa Claus. So, so for a little bit, we talked about it, but when I, my, my oldest is just too smart for it and she's only nine now, but she was just like, at one point in time, she was asking the tough questions already. And it's just like, wait, you're too young to be asking these tough questions. And, you know, I was like, but, you know what? No, you're not. I've raised you this way and I can't <laughs> bullshit you anymore. Like, I like, yes, that's how it's run down. And like, don't ruin it for other little kids that might still believe though. Like that's, that's their choice. That's their prerogative. That's their family and stuff. Like I, I don't judge people for what they celebrate or how they celebrate it. Like, you know, it's the way we raise our kids, man. We raise yeah. little anarchists cause that's what we are. And uh, mm -hmm. my, I think my son was six and he came up to me and he was like, dad, it just doesn't make sense. And he goes, I don't know about this, but if you tell me Santa's real, I'll believe it. I'll believe you. And I was like, God damn, I'm not going to, you know, I was like, okay, Santa's not real, you know. Well, I don't want to take away from, like, the whole, like, tr traditional parts of it. I mean, there's still going to be good food, family time, maybe some type of decorations. There will be some gift giving, but the whole, like, Christmas thing and Santa Claus thing that surrounds it is just not there anymore for us. All at all the aspects, all the good aspects of it is is what we is what we participate in. Same here. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to make. I don't. I don't want it to seem like to people. I don't want to make people think that like these guys where I just don't like do anything at all during the holiday season like that. But it's just the whole, you know, thousands of dollars. I mean, I have seen right. people like thousands of dollars of presents and you know uh, an entire month's worth of electricity bill and in just one night for for lights and you know just 
the, it takes two weeks to decorate your house inside and out. That's just not, no, that's just not for us. Fair. I agree. I agree. I, I don't, uh, Dress the house I think I, I think I decorate more for St. Patrick's Day than I do Christmas. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm more of a Halloween man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. But but like you said, you know, being around the family, you know, spending time with people, having a little break, you know, uh recouping is the best part about that. Uh this time of the year. You get to see people you haven't seen, eat some good food, and and but you know. I can't believe in Santa Claus because Santa Claus don't come to the hood. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things, man. You don't have I that many chimneys available. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I worked at this really fancy club. I'm, I'm a chef by trade, and I was working at this really uh, exclusive private club. And I don't know, maybe the, the guy that played Santa died or something, some old man. And they were looking like desperately for someone to play Santa Claus. And they're like, we're, we're dressing you up. And so they, they took me to like a professional place and they made me Santa Claus, which I think I was the first Mexican Santa that any of these little white kids were going to sit on their lap, you know? And, uh, it, dude, it was, it was fucking magical actually. Like these little kids, like in this lady that was like dressing me up, putting the makeup on, putting all the, she like, she fucking smacked me in the face. And she was like, look for the next hour or two hours, whatever it is, you are Santa Claus. You, all of those kids, they're like their, their hopes, they're like all their belief, all that faith, that shit is on you right now. And I was like, God damn it. You're right. Like, I can't like slip out of character. I can't be nervous. I have to be Santa. Dude, it was intense as fuck. It I was can imagine. Really cool though. Holy shit. All these kids, like their eyes lit up. I was fucking Santa Claus. It was fucking wild, man. Well, and then my son was about three years old. And so before I took the costume back, I went home and I was Santa Claus for my three-year-old. And this is why it was such like an intense thing for my son, because he was like, I met Santa Claus, but it doesn't make sense. And then I had to explain to him that I was Santa Claus later. <laughs> <laughs> it was me in the costume. <laughs> so daddy got a second job. He heard delivering gifts. You know, and that, and and I think that's some of where, like me and my wife looked about it, as as why why I guess put that idea of that lie in their head, and I'm not on top of that. Why why is it okay for like Santa to watch you and stuff, but not the government? Like that was one of my questions that my daughter asked, and I was just like, damn it! I was like, this is kind of where you got me cornered because like you're right. Like you know, I don't I don't approve of any of that. And I was like, you know, and you shouldn't accept anybody trying to pay attention to what you're doing in the privacy of your own space like that. You know what I'm right. saying? Santa like, sounds like the Chinese Communist Party. And and you know, so <laughs> so we just you know, so I, I you know, I let her I broke it to him that way. But there is a lot of other things, I guess, out of that. You know, you guys were talking about the camaraderie and the and the family and just people coming together and stuff. And that's something that I think I can find a lot through history, whether it's the the Yule Lads in Iceland, the cemetery celebrations in Finland, the celebrations on the beach in Australia, uh, the KFC dinner in Japan, because that's a 
that's a national tradition there. You know, Chinese food in San Francisco. Yeah, Chinese food in San Francisco. You know, there's all these different Jewish people eat Chinese. There's 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 all these different you know cultural Mm -hmm. things that people do and things that kind of keep the world moving. They had to go eat Chinese in the movie Christmas Story. Yeah, but at the well down here in the (laughs) south, like you want to be real down here in the south, we we go to Waffle House on Christmas Day because it's the only thing that's open and. And you know, like that late that when you've been day drunk most of the day from doing Christmas stuff, Waffle House hits good. So (laughs) fried chicken and a waffle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and and but you know, that that part out of it, you can kind of go through all these different countries and all these different cultures history, and you can see that there is a lot of during these winter months, we we almost hibernated. We almost all came in together and took all of the stuff that we worked all summer to preserve and save up. And, you know, we would spend these months celebrating with each other and maybe, you know, trading Mm -hmm. things with each other. And that's where I think a lot of these traditions come from. And then other things started getting mixed into it. You know, I'm not, I'm not here to deny anybody anything, but like, if you historically look at things, I don't believe that, Jesus was born on Christmas Day. Like, fuck you. Yeah, you know, fuck I, you. That was, but that wait, was obvious. I mean, wait, that was obvious know, to anybody that studied for more than five minutes. Wait, isn't JC's Santa birthday? Santa, <laughs> Santa Claus Jesus? I always thought Santa was, I thought it was the same. How guy. does it go up there in Canada? Do you guys, <laughs> yeah, no, tell us. What's do, you guys, do, you, do you guys like, do you guys, like, I'm interested in hearing this, man, because yeah. I, I know gotta, you guys got reindeer running rampant out there. So you guys are yeah. probably getting drunk off some moose liquor or something, right? Like, <laughs> you know, it's not moose, but no, no, moose liquor. You know what? Moose liquor. Moose uh, sure. No, no, no it's, we it's celebrate, comes from the bottom. We celebrate our capitalistic vessel for materialistic oppression annually up here as well that's we love it we buy stuff we don't need right before tax season so that we're fucking broke when the government comes asking and then we got to go into debt to keep that cycle going and i love christmas as you can tell but uh it sounds like it (laughs) (laughs) i will say i dig the vibe uh we just got nana in the door we secured the package nana from london ontario is here she's 90 she's blind she can barely move but that's what it's all about. You know what I'm saying? So we get to spend some time with her. Um, she can berate my mother and sister and treat me like the golden child that I am. And that's what we do. And that's, see, that's but that, right. but I mean, that aspect of it, you know, you getting to see, you know, you getting to see Nana and somebody that is of that age. I'm, I'm sure she's got many stories of Christmas past and stuff like that. Even, even if it's only something to that she keeps to her head and, and that, I guess, is I, I think to me, that's that's kind of an important aspect, you know, the ability to have these memories with family. You know what I mean? Like that, that's that in it, that in itself means a lot to me, like no matter what situation is truthfully. And Jim, Bob, I do want to just add, I think a lot of you guys were kind of hitting on the same thing. And we talk about what's the best way to approach your kids and all this stuff with the Santa Claus conundrum. And I'll tell you, Jim, Bob, you kind of said earlier, like, oh, why, you know, I don't get why they, you know, try and push the Santa thing. It's to train you to believe in something that's completely preposterous. And uh, honestly, I, I remember this was, this is a character memory. I remember I'm sitting there in the car about nine or 10. I go, mom, is Santa real? 
She looks at me. She goes, you know what? No, no, it's not real. I go, what about God? Huge long pause, right? And then she was like, yeah, yeah, no, he's real. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's kind of weird, right? And I think uh, that was the moment that my rebelliousness and maybe my my uh, logical intellect uh, kicked in and life's been <laughs> real so, blissful. So, Nate, <laughs> I, you know, Nate, I want to, I kind of want to <laughs> circle back around to you there, bud, because, you know, I, yeah. I did, you did jump the gun on me there a few minutes ago when I made the, made the comment about it being, you know, not truthfully being that birthday. Like, you know, and, and then the only reason I say that is because when you look at a lot of the historical aspects of where it was laying around, I'm one of those guys that'll be like, well, he was totally born in like September sometime. It might've took them to uh-huh. December to get to him. <laughs> but like, I truly am, you know, I, I kind of think he was born in more of a fall time of year. Than That's interesting. In I, the th- middle of I December. had some sort of, uh, I did some sort of digging and someone was saying that he was born in spring. It was something about with the new lambs and things, but I have no idea. I've yeah. also no, seen he was clearly April. not born. In, I've uh, also seen around April. So April. Yeah. yeah, yeah. July. But he clearly was born could have been the time frame yeah. too. You know, I was having a conversation. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. I'll just, I just quick question. Yeah. Is it, is it not based on like solar calendars? Is December 24th not, isn't that just what it's so, based on? It's, well, it's based matter. off the, the solstice, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So, solstice. like, I was having a conversation with my son earlier, and he was talking to me. He's like, "Well, what are you guys talking about tonight?" We're, I said, "We're going to talk about Saturnalia. Maybe we're going to talk yeah. about the winter solstice. We're going to talk about this and that." And he's like, "Well, what the fuck is that?" And I was like, <laughs> "Well, it's the it's the long or it's the shortest day of the year, basically, right? Yep. It's like the most winter. I mean, it's the fucking yeah." And we we had this conversation, and it was like you have to understand that it was like at this time before we had electricity, before we had heaters and shit, it was like, this is the coldest fucking day of the year. It's like the long, the shortest day of the year. It's dark as fuck. And he was like, well, why would you celebrate that? And I was, and I was kind of like, it's, it's an interesting question, but it's kind of like he made it. Yeah. You know, cause winter fucking kills people. Like people are afraid of like climate change. They're afraid of global warming. Like, Most global people cooling. die from cold. Global cooling. Yeah. That's way fucking scarier. Yeah, way fucking scarier. I Even have ex- is a motherfucker. I have I have experienced um, early stages of frostbite in my hands when I lived in Buffalo, New York, of all places. Actually, I, uh, we were in below freezing temperatures, and I was not in proper attire. And the way no, my face, you don't say the way a my southerner a southerner. It, it, Listen, I was layered. I was layered up. I was layered up good. You know, I was good at working on the corner, but it's I hard was to, thinking basketball shorts and a pirate hat. It's, it's yes, that's, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I wear. That's oh, what I wear yeah. now. Yes, but yeah, um, it, it was probably flip flops, a tank top, and basketball shorts. And I had to wear fingerless gloves right? dealing with cash. With, see, exactly. And, I do gloves, <laughs> shitty gloves. Hey, yep. Yeah. And because I was wearing fingerless gloves, because I dealt with cash in the gas station job that I had working outside because you have to pump people's gas up there because they're not smart enough to pump their own or something. And like Is this New Jersey? Buffalo, New York. Okay. And and like I I remember my boss making me like go sit down in the like store behind our store because he was like, dude, he's like you're you're experiencing first stages and stuff. He's like, that's why your fingers are turning blue because you all the blood's rushing away from your hands. I'm like Okay, cool. Like I'm going away now, and I can't recommend that to anybody. Like that, that like cold. That's why I got back down here into the south. And yes, you're right. Wait. I'm totally in shorts and cowboy boots, and 
I happen to be in a this hat today because I would rather sweat to death than have to deal <laughs> with the that. cold anymore. Like God, what how many what what the fuck was that? How many layers is that for? Even got my Christmas. Johnny, you're on mute, buddy. You're on mute, I remember standing in the mountains and it got so cold up there that we were just fighting each other with icicles. <laughs> Johnny, you're muted. You're muted. Denver Denver was not fun when it was no. cold either People, for me. Like no. was, They don't gosh. know how to drive down there, boy. No. So, so when you when you get really cold and get to the point where it's so cold, you, when you put, dip your fingers into hot water, you don't feel it. How bad is that? That's bad. That's, that's bad. like stage. That's that's like stage one. That's uh, like walking home, walking home from the store on a Tuesday up here. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you don't even Probably. live in Winnipeg. No, hey. Winnipeg. That's hell. That's a hellscape, bro. Winnipeg. Ottawa is very bad. It's a dry cold. Like around here and where I am now, it's we're right on Lake Huron, so it's just shit ton of snow, but it's not that cold. Ottawa, you're getting that wind. Forty degrees, my negative forty in the morning, you walk outside and it feels like someone's literally slapping you in the face. Damn. Yeah, Dude, I hate the cold, man. That's what keeps me out of New Hampshire. I want to go to fucking New Hampshire, join the Free State Project, but fuck that. Yeah, I'm not trying I mean, to find it. It makes those fucking mornings just that much shittier. I got one no. life. Believe it, does it or kill not, bacteria though it does kill weird shit like uh, the Zika virus. I don't know. That never made it up here. So I don't know, dude. It doesn't you don't get have rid mosquitoes. of fucking ticks somehow. Like New Hampshire's still full of ticks and Lyme disease. True. It's like it yeah. doesn't get fucking cold enough. But right the... now we're good. Yeah, but you're right. There's there's tick problems. My dog got one in his fucking head just before the end. Hey. Yep. Yeah, no, no. I mean, but you know, but the cold, the cold does have its pluses. You know, me and Bandit talk about that because he knows I'm not a fan of the cold, and he like it's not. It's not the cold that's so bad. It's like I could deal with the cold without snow. But you're sub zero, though. You know, (laughs) I'm gonna get also like next week. It should get really bad, and the best part is I'm not gonna be around my house, so it's gonna be even worse when I get calls of people complaining about something. Man, I could deal. I could deal with. I could deal with forty below with no snow, no problem. Yeah, it's snow that forty below with wind or without wind. I don't give a shit about wind. (laughs) It's just the snow. The the worst winter i ever experienced was believe it or not um i was stationed down in fort bliss texas down in el paso texas uh and we got an one inch of snow in el paso texas the inner it was the apocalypse yeah walmarts were cleared out there were accidents piled up in between the interstate people had were flipping their cars it was over an inch of snow in El Paso, Texas. Yeah, this sounds like Georgia. It, it yeah. happens. That's what happens in places where it doesn't normally fucking snow. Because I'm up here in Portland, Oregon, and it doesn't normally snow here. We might get a little bit of fucking snow. We might get two inches. But you're maybe. in the region. Once a fucking year. Once a year, we'll have a snow day. Maybe. But yeah. we had like a fucking winter like a few years ago. People just started abandoning their cars on the highway. 
Yep. People didn't know what the fuck to do. There was like, yeah, people, there was like piles too. of hundreds of cars yeah. on the fucking highway. The general like, public fuck out. is so stupid in large groups. Man. Individually, <laughs> maybe they're okay. But in a large group, the in, the the public, the general public in large groups are mentally retarded. Imagine if we had reindeers that could fly. How many? So, how many would crash? <laughs> Imagine flying cars right now. She. They would be fully she. That's what I'm talking about, man. Uh, yeah, that's exactly the, what the I would say. Way she. We're ever going to get anything close to flying cars is full automation. So nothing, nothing close to that. So. <laughs> I'll, 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 you're yeah. going to go circle back around again. Like, <laughs> like no, no. Lo, it's all right. You no. know, a few minutes ago, Nate, you had made mention of the, the Saturn thing, you know, and, and I actually know a lot of reference in what you're kind of talking to, you know, Chris Kringle and St. Nick are truly just different forms of Saturn. You know, Saturn yep. is Santa. old man. Saturn, Saturn is yeah. old man winter. He yep. was the, you know, the night, the, the night while Santa, you know, is it the North Pole, stuff like that? Like, it's all kind of based off of Saturn and astrology in different ways. And it was interpreted in different forms. And that from like a pagan aspect, really, if, if that's what people call it, or pagan or ast- astrological aspect, or even the the like in, over in India and stuff like that, you know, they celebrate things like this because of the, the way that they do some of their celebrations and with astrology and such. So are you, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Or what do you happen to know about that? That's actually one of something I, I'm, I'm pretty familiar with. I dude, I don't know a hell of a lot. I honestly, I have Christian blinders on me. I was raised so fucking Christian that everything so was, was literally right. satanic. So that it takes, like, I'm learning this shit now, yeah. but I'm definitely not an expert on anything pagan because, like, I wasn't allowed to know this shit. Fair. I, fair. I it's the same way. I, was I grew up the possessed. same way. Yeah. <laughs> I totally well, understand where you're coming from, man. Yeah. I grew up my I entire exploring life. exploring it now. Yeah. It's, Christianity it's crammed down my throat, especially on holidays. Oh, oh man. Well, somehow. Man. somehow Catholic Christianity. Some somehow they took the, the, you know, because because of Saturn being the prominent in the sky during the winter solstice, which you know happens to be, which actually well, happens yeah, to be on the twenty. Theory, the, right? It was the twenty. It was the twenty first of this year. You know, yeah, the, that about Saturn being the thing that they found visible or whatever during the most sort prominent of actual like astrological thing in the sky and it, it was, was almost the... like a sun it was it Correct. was almost like a sun to us yep. and and honestly like what they say uh, sa- some people say at least that like what we consider sun worship was actual saturn worship like we consider that the sun so there you know that saturn i guess naturally in the astrological type looking at things is the adversary of the sun like it's the natural adversary of the sun so where you're talking about how there's kind of that inverted thing funny or not this is going to tie back into other people kind of trying to pervert things and these laws of inversion being practiced that we've talked to in the past about talk talk, i've talked about in the past with like frankis and stuff you know just on an opposite thing but yes you know, there were people that did worship the sun and then there were people that worship Saturn and they have somehow meant they have somehow 
taken they I'm looking at that big old fucking nail of your they've they've feet. some they've some they've somehow <laughs> taken uh they've somehow taken the ability to do the Saturn worship and make everybody like practice the Saturn worship instead of actually practice the sun worship, which that's like, that's a whole conversation in itself. Yeah, because, it's because, you know, man. the, the, the Christian, the Christian kind of look on it, you know, we're looking on an outside perspective from where I am on that. I've always seen where Christians are, they worship the sun, Jesus, you know what I'm saying? But believe it or not, like that also comes into breaking of people that worship the sun, like the sun, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, no, absolutely. There's that, there's that, there's definitely that connection. And so what I've heard basically is there's this story, and I, you know, this is take it as you will. They yeah. but they say that Saturn was probably the most prominent thing in our astrological world. It was it was closer to us somehow. And um when they talk about like Saturn, like you hear that backstory, how he ate his children, how he was like banished from, uh, it was almost like there was an astrological thing that happened. And so they told these stories about something that actually happened. And so like something fucking happened and Saturn moved far away from us. I mean, right. And they talked to that. And that was like the banishment of like Saturn. And that what we talk about sun worship, like, if you're going back to like the Babylon, any of those mystery schools talking about sun worship, it was actually Saturn is what we were worshiping. That was our sun. Um, and we are confusing it now. I don't know that to be a fact, but that that's an interesting theory that I've read and heard. And yeah, man, I don't know. There's some weird shit to Saturn. So, worship. But also so Saturnalia was held in mid December as an ancient Roman pagan festival honoring yeah. Honoring the the Saturn, you know, the god Saturn or the planet Saturn, you know, they kind of align those as the same things. And that kind of there's some funny little things that come out of there that we still practice today, like wreaths and candles and gift giving and feasting and stuff like that. And that's this is again, these are also things that you can kind of find in other cultures and other religions, you know, whether or not whether or not it's the same God as we would see, or you would see or stuff like that. There's these other places that do totally practice the exact same thing. They just call it something entirely different. What's yep. interesting dude too, though, is like the Christian God, God, the father, there is a lot of connections to him being. So Yahweh being yep. Saturn as well, being Kronos, being Chronos. the God of time and judgment. So the old god of the Bible, they probably were also Saturn worshippers. So the the Hebrews, which is yeah. interesting. Yeah, no, yeah. there's no some fact. Truth to that. And they also used to do rituals on oh, that day yeah. too. You Sacrifice. know, follow me. Uh -huh. I wanted to kind of jump over there to you because you know you sent me a couple cool, interesting videos here to go along with this that was talking about kind of like Christmas and esoteric type stuff. What uh, which. Which one of those did you want me to throw up first, bro? Uh, the the one with Jim Carrey in it. He explained Gladly. where the Santa Claus comes from. Gladly. Oh yeah, he was he was woke woke. They had him, they had him on a, a TV uh, interview, and he was speaking about how uh, Santa Claus is actually uh, a part of you. You'll understand after you click the clip. Yeah, I'm trying to make it on my screen. I apologize. 
don't know where it's. I think it should be the first link. Jim Carrey is such an interesting character, man. I can't. Oh, he tell really is, man. Like, oh. Jim, don't don't get Jimmy started on Jim Carrey, man. <laughs> serious. <laughs> Listen, Wait. Nate, I will come over to back over to Reality Stars. Me and you can have a whole episode on Jim Carrey if you want to get started on some Let's Jim Carrey, it, bro. Like, we could do that. I'll I'll, I'll join you for that. Like I, I get I get hooked up on this. It's just it's not the best share, but we'll of course have it linked as well as as well. Let me do one more time because I'm terrible at doing one thing, and that is hitting that sound button. 23. 23. 23. All right. You'll have to hit the little volume. Chemical uh, sexual alchemy. There's 33 vertebrates in your spine. There's 33 years in the life of Jesus. Jesus Christ. So this this substance comes from your medulla, makes the tri trip down your spine to your sacrum, which is the which is Christ coming down into human form. Yeah. And if you don't squander that essence, that sexual essence, it ascends again and goes back up to heaven, which is your thing. It's also the story of Santa Claus. Why he comes down the chimney is because this this juice or this whatever substance actually passes what's called the claustrum which is where they got santa claus uh -huh. so it goes down what the chimney the and back fuck? up the chimney do you know about uh about uh norm yeah. mcdonald explaining his reaction what the fuck <laughs> that's norm mcdonald norm mcdonald true true Dude, yeah, it's so it fucking weird for me because jim carrey is a smart motherfucker and he knows a lot and for me, it's fucking wild that he's still in that Hollywood. Like they, they must fucking own him, dude. I mean, oh, yeah. they have oh, some. He, no, 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 It's the opposite. He it's the opposite. He's the head, bro. It's the opposite. You think so, dude. I um, think it's Kevin fucking Spacey. I think he really no. is. I think Kevin fucking Spacey actually is. Uh, what the hell was that guy's name? And uh, uh, Kaiser Suze. Yeah, he's fucking Kaiser Suze. Yep. <laughs> no, it's not is. Kevin Spacey. No, I don't want it to be Kevin Spacey. Okay, I'm gonna like get, block that out. He is the House of Cards. He is the yes. fucking, you know, they're, goddamn they're... leader, man. How many people if it have, was... have died associated with Kevin Spacey now? Seven? A, a ton, few, dude. A fucking ton. And you see him like oh, sitting on like the queen's porch of her cabin, and then there's those pictures of him and Glaine sitting on the queen's fucking throne and shit. Like, yep. who the fuck can? Who has that kind of power? You know what I mean? Kevin, goddamn Spacey. Yeah. <laughs> because at the time, there was an explanation I heard about it. At the time. He was turning around a very famous theater that was like falling apart in relationship to its PR and relationship to its performance and everything. And he was turning around this very famous theater in England. So he was on the Queen's good side because of all that yeah. work. And at the same time, he was molesting people. So, you know, they love their work, shit. the Lord's work. Yeah, the powers that be, that shit. whoever is in charge is hiding in plain sight, like in a position like Jim Carrey. I mean, look at Tom Cruise or Jim Carrey, Kevin Spacey, somebody, fuck that guy. If there is ever going to be somebody that is like at the top, they're going to be hiding in plain sight. You know, I don't think he would be like at the top, top, but he'd be like a lieutenant. Or something. George Clooney. Now oh, fuck yeah. that guy George too. George Clooney. God damn, that if dude has power. He basically owns Sudan. 
He does. It's it's fucking wild, dude. Really? Look does into he that. have a lot of connections to uh to businesses and things in Sudan now? Dude. After he, oh, he owns Sudan. Does he really have a lot of assets in Sudan? Uh-huh. Oh yes. He's yeah. like a big sixty percent, forty percent, something like that. What do you uh, mean? Could, could you elaborate true? on this insanity? Okay. Yes. Wait. I look this shit up, dude. I'm not kidding. This might be something to look up. <laughs> George, I mean, I know George Clooney is very well connected to the intelligence community, especially because you can see in the funding of his movies, they're all like most of them all get State Department level. He's a mouthpiece. He's a mouthpiece for mm-hmm. the State Department. All yeah, the three-letter agencies, he'd be like a he'd be a, a mouthpiece. Look at all movies, his movies he's done. Wait the peace, the, the end, peacemaker, end of the credits. Usually, yeah. they mention the U.S. government yeah. is in somehow sponsoring it. The peacemaker, Syriana. Um, oh, there was a yeah. Those just to name a couple, but most of his movies that he did in that time frame. Yeah, good movie. Oh yeah, the the nuclear bomb one. What was that peacemaker? The, pe- the peacemaker. That was actually pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> and look at the one he made with uh, Three Kings about stealing, si- job, stealing man. Saddam, stealing Saddam's gold. Yeah. No, they do a great job. I mean, the government yeah. is excellent at making propaganda. They are. Yeah, they mm-hmm. are. <laughs> we are, we are the best. We're what? so good. We even fool our own people in government. Or wasn't at least there another like group of people that were? There's another group of people that were good at making propaganda to fool their own people. I just can't remember that group of people's names at the time. Every government in existence. But I know. Yeah, uh, sort of. But I was aiming. <laughs> were you going Kanye West on us? What were we doing? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Control. So, so, you know, I've, I've always had some. You know, Jim Carrey kind of talks about some of these things that are tied to like the occult world of of Christmas, I guess. And then you know, we've, 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 we've kind of covered Kanye West, but I was going more like me. that one. We, you know? We've kind of covered, you know, some of the stuff that are some of the weird historical type things about it. But then, one of my favorite aspects of it. Um, Joe Rogan actually kind of brought it up recently in something, and I totally got a clip to share with that one for you guys, too. And this is actually a lot of stuff that I've actually looked into and something that I'm totally behind and, like, believing on the aspect of the way they talk about it. So we'll check this guy out for you guys. Peter Muscaria is the most fascinating one to me because that's the one that looks like looks like Santa Claus. Well, they knew that there was a relationship between carnivorous trees, and carnivorous trees would grow these weird looking shiny red and white mushrooms under them that's what coniferous trees is pine trees that's what we use for christmas trees yeah those red and white packages they they are like the shiny packages underneath the christmas tree they are the color of santa claus yeah they're common in siberia they're eaten constantly by caribou caribou are reindeer here's where it gets even crazier in the times in Siberia where it would become extremely snowy, when the, the shaman would visit, the way they would get into the house is through the fucking chimney because the door would be snowed in. So they would climb in through the chimney. I mean, there's so many parallels to Santa Claus and to Christianity, to this one mushroom that they think was a, a massive part of shamanistic rituals. The Amanita muscaria is the most fast. Have you seen it all over the, that was the cart? I've never heard of any of that. That was cool. That was really cool. Have really? you guys never seen old uh, the old uh, Christmas cards? Look up 1920s Christmas cards. 
blow your mind. But there's mushrooms everywhere. everywhere. The mushrooms are everywhere in the 1920s and the 1910s, like everywhere in all of the cards. And the thing is, yeah, the, the shamanistic element. I mean, Christianity, the, the, the Eucharist, uh, it came from originally they were just giving them mushrooms every week. And if you really put your brain into it, how the hell were they able to sustain a two, three hour sermon? They were high. <laughs> yeah, they were doing every week. Crazy. They got a little <laughs> dose and, and they got that magic from from the from they from got God. to. Now, how how else are you going to be that devout? Now, I am literally drugging you every week. Of course, you're going to come back every week. No, 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 no. Don't leave out some one of the best parts of that. Actually, um, you know, trying to eat that mushroom just by itself, you're going to get yourself an upset tummy. That's what so, you're so they they would actually follow the deer that would eat these mushroom, the caribou that would eat these mushroom. And gather their piss snow cones and eat the piss snow cones because the bad parts were digested out and the hallucinogenics were left for them to ingest. So, like, they were totally deer piss to trip balls and celebrate Christmas. Like, that's don't get me wrong. I, I, I might be all right with doing a mushroom trip for Christmas. I don't, I, you might pull me a little bit on trying to do the reindeer pee drinking, but like the, <laughs> well, the thought of the tripping on Christmas is definitely a mile. Right. I mean, you run. know, <laughs> oh. if you have me in Siberia and we're fucking chasing reindeer and one pisses in the snow, I'm sucking that shit up. <laughs> no, let's go. <laughs> Oh, reindeer snow cones, huh? Reindeer snow cones. I mean, it, <laughs> it it makes you it makes you really think about different things, though. Especially some of the stuff he pointed out there. That these are these are things that are kind of celebrated in a lot of the Christmas culture that come come out of Siberia and kind of lands here. And I think I've seen a lot of different things pulled from different places, whether it be Roman Siberia, even some of the other holidays themselves, where they're there are in this time of year that there are just little bits and pieces pulled into. And in a sense, they kind of capitalized on one that they could make common with everybody else around here, I guess, without realizing that, you know, they, they just kind of created their own where we've all, in a sense, started creating our own. If you kind of listen to the things we've been talking about, we all do it a little bit different, but we totally host that traditional idea of family and feasting and camaraderie and stuff like that. Like that, that I can say we can at least find across the board seems to be regardless of who I talk to when it comes to this time of year. Yeah. But some of those religions, they were out there cutting goat necks was like we're gonna make sacrifices to um uh, they would cut the goat necks and put them on the doors too for krampus <laughs> for back in the day krampus is one of my favorites yeah i want to talk krampus i was hoping we would get to krampus and i know bandit was hoping we would get there too I, if you're not familiar with krampus krampus was kind of the opposite of santa and and <clears throat> germany and he kind of shows up. Go ahead, Bandit. I know you like talking about him. Go ahead. No, 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 no. no I'm no, pulling no. things I don't up. have you anything can, pulled up. I'm not, going I'm, up. I'm not going straight off my Dwight's off yours. I like memory. Yours. Krampus, though, I'm, like just if if without, I guess, without trying to go straight off memory. Oops, somebody. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, I'm gonna hit Wikipedia. You guys, know I like to jump there first. But Krampus was a horned anthropolic figure from Eastern Alpine folklore in Europe, and that's mostly Germany. And to give you the run, the slowdown run about it is that he would show up to misbehave children, and instead of them getting the stuff that they got from St. Nick, like the oranges and dried fruit and chocolate and stuff like that. Krampus would, it, it originally he brought, he, you know, he like stole them in their bag and beat them with birch rods. And like, it wasn't just a punishment. It was a, Krampus is coming to steal you. Like, I will say that's something that's changed a little bit throughout the years, but like it, a lot of people are against it because they're like, oh, it scares kids. And I've, I've always... My, my German friend said it. that it was ridiculous. It, it, oh, it, it is. I've never it's done like, it, that it's absurd, that there's no value you, to it. You it, have it like, is so absurd. many things, it is like so many things that we associate with Christmas, like what they portray as the, the Christian holiday Christmas. So many things have uh, their origins in not so nice things. Yes. There's a whole, I mean, Christmas caroling, uh, kissing under the mistletoe, uh, the gift delivering with by mythical beings. You've got decking the halls. You've got hanging ornament. There's so many. The history things. of mistletoes. Can you go into that? <laughs> That's fascinating. Hmm. The it's things that grow up the top. Not what you think. No. Like I know, I I know they're a pain in the ass to get. They grow at the top of these trees down here, all over the south. Mm. So mm. I know weird. nothing about the history of mistletoe. It's not somebody it's, enlightened. It's, it's weird. Uh, I just need to find the. They conducted the fertility. Uh, um, so mistletoe is a fertility rituals. It, they used to conduct fertility rituals yes. under mistletoe. It was also yeah. called the witch's broom. It, 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 I didn't even fucking there. know that. It's a little parasitic thing that grows on trees. Yeah. Okay. All right. Not only is the thing that that Bannett's talking about over there, but it the the witch's broom thing about it is people it would use worse. it. People would use it to get high in a sense at one point in time. Psychedelic. People use everything to get high. Yeah, if it's something at some point, humans can find a way to get high with it. They're gonna get high with it. Mm -hmm. Nutmeg. Nutmeg. You can get high on nutmeg. Yeah, but I heard it's awful. Yeah, it's not fun. It's not fun. It's not fun. I don't recommend. I'm never gonna. I've never done it. I'm never going to do it. I'm never going to. Yeah. No. (laughs) I've never been that desperate to escape reality. Yes, you can get high on nutmeg. Hold on, let me put a let me put a line of nutmeg out. Hold on, (laughs) you can you you can get high off cocoa. Yes, you can get high off pure cocoa, and people snort it. No, yeah, seriously, people snort cocoa because they couldn't snort coke. So there was like, there's a documentary. They're all snorting cocoa. (laughs) <laughs> and they're partying and having fun, and they're all snorting cocoa because it's legal. There is a thing about that, right? That was like a Christian thing to do for a while. There was like Christian, like there was like it was like Christian raving. Mm-hmm. So it was like we can't do drugs because Jesus doesn't like that. So I we think they were plants. getting high off of pure cocoa. Yeah, cacao. Or cacao. Whatever. Cacao. Sorry. Yeah, and they were getting all <laughs> fucked up. Well, I mean, kinda. <laughs> 
they and were like dancing to worship music. Yeah. All oh, fucked you can, up on you cacao. Can, just just look that up on YouTube, Jim. I'm sure you're gonna find it. People people snorting cacao. Like that'll be on YouTube because it's PG. I need a bump of that Hershey's. You got it, baby. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Man, our Um, ancestors, man, they they had to figure out. Our ancestors, you mean last week? Sorting raw cocoa. (laughs) Wow. Um, There's an article for it. It's a Christmas time. If you can't if you can't ride the slopes, at least ride the mountain. The mountain of getting high on cocoa. The somewhat safe way to get high. Somewhat, somewhat safe way to get high. There was a whole movement of like young Christians that were getting high off cacao. Hey, look! Look at the device. It like shoots it up your nose. What? Yeah, that's all. At least it was all organic. He's like good at, at least it was organic. <laughs> Imagine going to Sprouts and they got it. They got cocoa oh my god! <laughs> did you? Oh man, I'm here to worship Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> good God, that happened in some church somewhere in the planet. Yes. Remember yeah. Remember the monks? Remember the monks uh, recently that all got caught by using meth? Wow, they they are very concentrated. Man, yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> but seriously, w- when talking about anything having to do with religion, at some point in time, drugs drugs, drugs were involved heavily. All the time, every religion, every, every book religion is written by people that were high as a kite. I tell, uh, I tell it to my high. friends that are very, well, they're barely devout. I'm like, dude, the people that wrote those books were high as hell. Hi. You'd have to be like you'd have to I be. Think that you, I, yeah, I mean, what are you doing when you're fucking high as hell on DMT? Like, let's say that some of those people like actually met some of those like machine elves. What what were those to them? You know, when we had nothing else to explain it, like those were yeah. angels. They were having mystical, holy experiences. They have were you heard the description God, of angels. They sound like you're tripping balls. On uh-huh. have you seen pictures of what? People have drawn of what old angels. the old angels yeah, looked sure. like. You, yeah, yeah. wheels yeah. within wheels with with eyes, eyes all over. Yeah, do not you be would afraid. Have to be. You would have to be high to picture something like that. Yeah, the burning <laughs> bush, the burning bush, the particular burning bush had a lot yeah. of DMT. Yep. Somebody was. I like, mean. We're- we're going on a trip. I mean, trip. to me, I mean, to me, this totally looks like something that I seen when I did acid or something. So you know, I I, I can't disagree with that at all. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a tame drawing. I that's a, that's, that's a, a very PG one. I know that's a tame drawing. Like, <laughs> yeah, the real ones. They look like there's one where the eye is in the middle of the <sighs> chest. It and it has a face with no eyes on it, and then mm-hmm. the eyes are on the wings as well. Oh, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> that's about right. And yeah. the thing is, the the experience of of what is what DMT gives you, which is something your brain naturally produces, yeah. it comes back into what Jim Carrey was saying about the brain. Um, I mean, every night when you go to sleep, what they discovered when they were doing like a very complicated test, like to see like the liquid, <laughs> they were seeing like the brain goes through a maintenance system. 
and there's liquids that go like through your spinal cord up and down. It's so called brainwashing. <laughs> there's an active. No, like, seriously, your brain takes a bath. This is what I, he's talking about. Your yeah, brain yeah, yeah. takes a bath every night. Exactly. And that's brainwashing. But the the real type, not the TV type. Yeah. Like we're the ones doing right now to you, the audience listening to us. FBI, open up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, but you know, it's 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 amazing to think that, you know, a lot of these celebrations and a lot of these religions and stuff like that, you know, all, all very well might come from these people doing shamanistic rituals and you know doing whether it be peyote whether it be dmt whether it be you know mushrooms or whatever it was that they found and you know i was i've always been fascinated by that one like joe rogan was talking about about that stuff going up there in siberia because it does have so many just weird ties back to the the form of christmas we kind of celebrate when you when you look up pictures for that kind of stuff there's like their shaman dudes were in like red hood, red hooded cloaks and they were old guys. So they'd have like the, like the long beard and stuff like that. So, you know, and that there, there's always that aspect of that's kind of the same thing when it comes to like the St. Nick things, the way St. Nick was always portrayed. He was always portrayed, you know, kind of in the red hood and with the beard and stuff like that, you know, like the hat and stuff like that, that came later with a lot of the commercialization and whatnot. And, you know, back in the day, they were doing things like the candy and the chocolate or the birch rods and coal. Where nowadays, I think it's out of hand. I mean, who? It is. People out here wasting a whole check, 37 checks to buy. Like like Bandit said earlier, their light bill is one month and a day. They got their whole neighborhood lit up. Well, it's... Let's let's it's not even really a paycheck now because of inflation. These people are going in credit card. Well, that's actually been I mean, they have before. I mean, people are actually like the credit card debt that you see on the holidays is or especially Christmas is like it's insane. But it's gone down. You know that this is the first year in a very long time that it's gone down. And it's because 70 percent of households have a difficulty just paying for food. Yeah. Yes. To enter the largest economic collapse and a lot of people are recession it's a recession it's gonna be worse than a recession i i we know we know this we know what's coming we know know this we 50 trillion in debt they ain't go we need santa claus to deliver more money (laughs) we deliver it uh cluster bombs uh freedom missiles freedom uh, it's about to be pa- the Patriot missile system to the Ukraine. Patriot now. missile system. Yeah, Jesus. Iron Christ. Dome. It's 135 million per missile or something like that. It's, it's ridiculous. It's a lot of money, <laughs> Merry yeah. Christmas to someone, right? I mean, yeah. Merry <laughs> Christmas to <laughs> Zelensky. To, no, to, maybe to, Zelensky got that throat game, dude. He just threw it on J Biz and just. I, I just watched. We, we just watched the speech. Um, yeah. It he was sadly literally said nothing, but thank you for all the money and Russia will not give up. Russia won't give up. Yeah. Instead of I mean we're searching point, for a I'm peace. rooting for I'm rooting for Putin to fucking nuke him. 
Just take Whoa. fucking Ukraine out of Did there. you just create a bumper sticker that I need to get Putin rooting for Putin? For Putin. <laughs> uh, that's it. Hold on, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is going on it's a bumper on a sticker. I swear now. to God. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. Rooting for Putin. Come on, Dan. Rooting. Yep. Oh God, no! But it, it is yeah, getting rated. Yeah, it, it, it should this be available by IP. next Christmas. This is my IP. I came up with it. I'll, I'll, I'll put you in for it, man. I'll, I'll hook you up. But I mean, seriously though, this Why is. Do you guys you... support that? I mean, okay, I understand it. The war machine's stupid, but let's not support the the the. the I don't actually it. support him, but I don't care if he nukes Ukraine. Dude, yes, there's no. lots of it's not our business, man. <laughs> It's how are our our rich elites going to diddle kids if we don't have Ukraine for them to go over there and go and fuck a bunch of kids? They're not in Ukraine doing it. They're somewhere else doing. They're somewhere else doing it. Money without Ukraine. (laughs) They they need a washateria to wash all that dirty money. So Ukraine, like a washateria. Ukraine has been decimated. Like what? uh, It's basically. I don't know, after the two Chechen wars, it's basically Chechnya 3.0 right now. How bad Ukraine has been. I mean, the day he left to fly over here, air raid sirens throughout the entire country went off. Dang. Just in time. Just in time. Oh, You know, yeah, I, I can't, like... The only bad part about that speech was the comparison to Churchill in 1941 and how they were saying that Pelosi's dad was there and Pelosi was one year old. That narrative is scary because if they're yes. pushing the idea that that this is a comparable to World War Two and to Churchill, yep. that's yeah. what's fucking terrible. And first yeah. off, they got her age wrong. She was around since the dinosaurs. They had it all wrong. <laughs> her whole birth certificate's on a scroll. You know, it's just the blind support for something like that is that's the frustrating part. It's not well, so you much voted like for a Democrat. The, you voted for the war in Ukraine. Congratulations. Don't even you can't even put it to one side. If you now. voted. You voted. Yeah. For, yeah. For you, it's a two sided thing now because the Republicans have that fucking war hawk, uh, Dan Crenshaw, who's rooting oh, they for that love fucking that war. Oh, they love that. I turn into such a turd. He gives such John, a bad name. He's to like pirates. a, he's not a he's like a miniature he John McCain. In a fucking, yeah, yeah. They try to you know, they try to make pirate jokes with him, and that he makes pirates look bad. Somebody needs to poke if, that other eye out. If ever we could root, <laughs> if ever we could hope that John McCain's brain tumor would come back, it would be you know to visit visit Dan Crenshaw. You know. Anybody rooting for war is is a terrible, terrible person, even though, you know, when you think about it, I mean, war is a natural is the natural state of life. It doesn't matter. Mm. We are evolving and we can work oh, shit no. out. It is of the no, Neanderthal. It always, <laughs> it always happens, though. Look at it, will, it will always happen, though. It will. War is a natural thing. It, it will always, always be there. It won't. Always. There, there's still people that believe in QAnon, Luis. We're not evolving. <laughs> there are still people fighting that, conflicts. With bows and arrows and machetes. It yeah. is always going to be around. Okay, it okay, is. 
Yeah. Every, I, pe- people everywhere on the planet fight with machetes. Like, come on. I mean, Dominican Republic, they literally do fights to the death with machetes. Yes, I know this. I know they fight with machetes. I'm saying to the death. Pe- certain groups of people are evolving, but there will always be conflict on this planet. What oh, I'm yes, trying conflict, to get is not full blown wars at, at the scale we're getting into, is what I'm talking about. Yes, of course, conflicts. Will Why happen. do you think that, Luis? We have since forever. Why yeah, would because, it change? Because it's it. We still changing. are. We we. It will just be progressively. Wars will always be here. Robots. They will just be fought with now. different methods. So yeah, just be fought like, with different weapons. It's, no. it seems like we're not at war anymore. But I think we just have drones. Do I think this us. is a great segue actually <laughs> into an interesting Christmas celebration that is celebrated nice save, down. Jimmy. Nice that is save. celebrated down in Peru. This oh, where, I, I love that. Please show videos of the, that. It's the so one good. where where they all get together and literally beat the Look shit out of each other. Like what? Yes, that one time Vice I made a good we were documentary. Involved. Yeah, please show. Clips don't of that politicians get involved in this? Politicians get involved in this too in Peru, don't they? This the is local, it's it's like a probably it's free like a all. free for all for people. It, I cannot pronounce it. I'm gonna pull it up because I'm not good I'll, at I'll see what it is. Let me see if I can pronounce it. This is the name right here. Takanukai Festival. Takanukai. And and yeah, I mean they show up from all over Peru to Duke it out. I mean just so oh, you, yeah. you air your grievances oh, that you day. You air your grievances that day. And people just yeah. everywhere just get down and get with it. And it's a gi- I mean, it's a giant festival celebration. And it, it, you, you air your grievances. You have a good time. And everybody kind of... you from fighting from killing Look each at other. those little potato beaters, dude. They're going hard. Right. Yeah. No, I think it's amazing. Like you know, it's and it's a and it's a different kind of thing. You know, we we <gasps> kind of making the the suggestion of like evolving on, man. on a different route. Like these people, I, I, I dig this. Think about this. You know, it it it's kind of like a it's kind of like a purge without actually killing. What? You're like you're like, hey, John, bro, I had I had enough of your shit this year. You wait till Christmas and we get to have our fucking throwdown, bro. Like we gonna just get Dude. get it out of the way. You know everybody, what I'm saying? Like- everybody should watch that Vice doc on it because it showcases partially part of that element. That whole oh, I have a grudge. Like people, people, different people having grudges. Like what, how it all pans out. It's really interesting and fascinating. And it is, and it's expanded. Like more people now go there than before. So it's gotten bigger. Imagine holding your beef the entire year for a day, and then you uh, you hit them with a Street Fighter upper. <laughs> all right, man, I love you, guy. All right, thanks. <laughs> Just go about your day. That's it. That's it. That's smart. That That's is. the thing, though. I mean, they'll air their grievances. They'll beat the shit out of each other, and then the very next day, they'll buy each other a drink or invite the other person over for dinner or something. It's like with their I mean, bloody mouth. Yeah, you get it. You get it out of your system, and it's it's done. It's like you know, it's like the purge, but yeah, PG thirteen. Yeah. No? yeah. If we imagine we allowed that nationwide, by the way, you know, in the United States, you are legally allowed to fight someone if if it's uh, sanctioned. Really? It's like, cool. Yes. In most states, I, I believe it's a very simple process, but you can sanction a fight with someone. I do think there was a guy in Tennessee or was it here? I would maybe Kentucky. You can sanction fights. He demanded a trial by combat. 
What? <laughs> That's not real. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he like. Of course, he was denied it. I think it was divorce. It was a divorce. It was divorce court, and oh he demanded a trial God. by combat. I mean, <laughs> oh, you go. I mean, you gonna take half? I'm gonna take half your arm. Yeah. yeah I mean. <clears throat> I mean, down How here, simpler. Down, it would be simple. Things would be so simple down here. If in, it could be decided like that. Down here in the or south, a duel. That, a duel. Down, down here, down here with they're the south. They're illegal in most of the states. Yeah, I was about to say actually, down here in the south with that, if you if you do the the fight in 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 the street, and it's not with it, I with think a, you just need a cop in and some it's places, not, and, it, and it's not with a family member because that's automatically domestic violence. Um, you can you can fight it on out actually, like there. And and I also learned that in the state of Georgia, and not that I'm condoning this, but um, as long as that hands open, you're not getting charges. Really? Oh, so in New York, I can slap you. Yeah, but I can't punch you. Yep. Same in Georgia, what? but I can legally slap you and I get no charges. Yep. Same in Georgia. You can Even open if there's a recording of me slapping you. The problem is if I were rushing level slap, holy fuck, your face is done. Man, that's But it was legal. But, oh, and, you know, I mean, there's there's all kinds of different, you know, interesting, odd weird things that go on for Christmases, you know, just all over, all over the world. You know, I made mention of a few things earlier and stuff like that, you know, but here in 2020, I guess most people are familiar with all the presents and all the commercialization and stuff like that. And like me personally, I, I guess I know this is something that's probably been hammered in over and over again, but something that we kind of rounded back to a lot tonight is is spending that time with family man like to me i think that's just the most important aspect of it regardless of how you're choosing your you know choosing your family you know i'll, I'll be the first to tell you i am somebody that understands blood doesn't always mean family you know and and i i really think that people should find the ways to make time and do the you know you don't have to go and buy a whole bunch of stuff for somebody. You don't have to make yourself broke to show somebody that you care. You know, there's there's plenty of ways to do things, even if it's just sitting on the porch with them and having a conversation or linking up with them and shooting some kind of podcast or something. You know, I me, me and Bannon have talked about this on the side. Like, one thing I can definitely say about, like, these podcasts and stuff, man, you want to talk about therapeutic, like, why would I spend mm -hmm. thousands of dollars to go talk to some lady tell me that I'm crazy when I can just talk to you guys and we know I'm crazy, so it's okay. We can just talk about it. <laughs> it's a lot. It's, We're all one. No worries. It's it's not necessarily the journey. It's the friends you make along the way. Right. It really is, man. It really uh, is because when you, really when you die, you only take your memories, your knowledge, and your relationships. That's all you take with you. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's the friends you make along the way man it's it's all the whole podcast uh um it's we all share a common we all have something in common it's just like do we we want to get the message out there no matter what it is we, we just want to get a message out there if we can just reach one person that's all it makes a difference for every one person we wake up we offset eighty five thousand. So, so I did have, I did have a list of like some interesting facts that 
I pulled a few things off of tonight. I am going to share, of course, with with this episode or whatever. But there are there's some interesting facts when it comes to Christmas here in America. Like there's, of course, all the conflicting stories that we hear from everybody else. But as far as it being like an official thing that everything goes on the way that it does now, you know, the first Christmas tree in place at the White House, there's an argument there. First says that it was Franklin Pierce in 1856, but others say it was Benjamin Harrison in 1889. And back then they were decorating things with like apples, nuts, and dates. And they didn't actually add electric Christmas tree stuff until like 1895. And it didn't even turn into like pine trees and stuff or come indoors until the 1900s. You know, so it's evolved throughout the years and when you start getting into the 20s here in america you know I, I don't know about you guys but when you're going back in a lot of this history backup stuff that's when you start seeing a lot of weird commercialization start to beginning to to like make a head in a lot of things in the 20s you know whether it be from christmas tree lighting ceremonies that calvin coolidge hosted to parades and stuff by macy's and other things like that you know those those actually started as smaller ideas in little small towns or through corporations and businesses as a way to make money, but they totally borrowed the ideas from cultures all over the world. And, Mm -hmm. and I'm not against having this family related holiday, regardless of if it's again, like I said earlier, Christmas or Hanukkah or Festivus, even like I'm, I'm down for Festivus. I know that's the the 23rd. If anybody even knows that reference or maybe I'm showing my age, who knows, but like for the rest of us, you know what I'm saying? And and (laughs) an aluminum tree though. It can't be beat. That's right. You can't beat that. And there's just all kinds of, things there that I think have been lost in translation and, you know, lost, whether it be one side of the country to the other, or even street to street, you know, there's, there's so many different cultures, even in little towns that you don't even realize just individual cultures out there that might celebrate things a little different, you know, and I'm, I know it's always a controversial thing for the past 10 years or so. I hear people arguing Merry Christmas or happy holidays or blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I just always tell people, say what you see it feels comfortable like if you're truly going to get offended by somebody trying to tell you to have something nice like get off your fucking high horse for for real like i mean you know like i'm 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 a merry christmas guy that's what i say i wear the hat to work and totally been wearing christmas socks this whole time you know but i don't celebrate the same christmas i guess in the aspects of other people but i just like the idea i guess you know the the fun and the camaraderie and stuff like i've made mention for quite a few times this evening and I want to quit ranting. You know, I, I kind of want to turn the floor over to some of you other guys and, and hear your thoughts on Christmas and follow me. This was your idea to begin with. So if you don't mind, I'd like to start with you. So to me, Christmas, like you said, is mostly um, a family oriented, uh, relaxing, getting to meet people. Um, even if you don't know them, you know, it's a camaraderie style holiday area. I don't b- actually believe in Christmas myself. You know, I'll, I'll I'll say happy holidays to people, you know, happy holidays. I hope you have a good one, you know, but I don't care what you celebrate. But, you know, some of the some of it is just like uh, a man coming in your house to deliver presents 
and I asked Santa for something one year and he didn't bring it. I was like, we got beef, Santa. I got <laughs> <you on the list. laughs> Let me catch you in these streets. Right. <laughs> no, but overall, though, like it, like you said, it's, it's mostly about uh, camaraderie, family, relaxing and decompressing, especially towards the end of the year. A lot of people have had a stressful year. And this time of the year gives you time to recoup, relax, and get ready for the New Year's that's coming, usually. It's it's a wonderful time, like I said, but it has some dark history behind it, too. But regardless, I, I'm glad I got to be on here with all of y'all at this time. And y'all, uh, it's amazing to meet such amazing minds who know different things as well. Love you, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, I love you. Much love, here, man. That's why that's why we keep you around over here, man. We we definitely <laughs> and over here, dude. You know, there's there's yeah, it's I, the only I, way is we keep you around, dude. It, no, I mean it's folks. it's it's. Uh, no, no, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. It's good to have these guys that that understand these different aspects. And then, I we had a guest the other night. Me and Luis did the uh, <coughs> excuse me, Julia from the Cosmic Peach podcast. And she had made she she made a point. She pointed something out that I didn't really think about. And she was like, you know, there's not that many people with dark complected skin out here doing the conspiracy world. You know, there's it's and I, it's something great myself too because I can agree with that. Like I, I, it's always been kind of a a nerdy white dude kind of aspect that you see a lot of the time, or or a really old guy with big thick glasses and a balding head, and you know, yelling at the computer screen. But like. It's it's great to see the cultural differences all seeing the same fucking thing finally together. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, good God, they bullshitting us. They've they been bullshitting, bullshitting us too I, fucking I, long, bro. Do, do you know what brought us all together? The memes, coof. memes, and yeah, in the coof. You're right, man. <laughs> it, it was the Great Awakening by the coof. You are right it was a big about one, that man. for sure. It allowed all of us to realize, well, fuck sakes, this has now gone too far. If we don't start talking about it, we're all yep. screwed. So, yeah. John, John, I wanted to jump over to you because, you know, you've been a little quiet this evening, and I do appreciate you joining in on us with this one. And I, I wanted to ask you, too, you know, I was kind of like, what is what does this time of year, I guess, really mean to you or this holiday to you or what do you, do you like the camaraderie and the family time or certainly uh, and do you live without it? You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, Jimmy, do you want like an anecdotal personal Christmas story here, or do you want just like keep the good vibes going? Because I mean, I get, uh, I get, I get the vibe you're trying to lay down. And yeah, I want got, you to be truthful and honest. If you want to give us some something I've hardcore, got, give it to us, bro. Christmas to me is like the perpetual, the annual expectation. Like I would compare it to Western world, uh, what what we do to women in marriage. And how you just really, uh, we idolize this time of year. We look forward to it. Uh, and uh, some people probably get their expectations met. And some people, like there was a string there where I lost my job four Christmases in a row. It was like, um, you know, cursed, straight cursed. And it became something where for a couple of years I had to work, work at it. Like I, I'll do sober Christmas sometimes just to... <laughs> avoid uh having those feelings and that's what i gotta do and that's my battle that's my journey but it's still family like i said uh i mean that's cliched as hell but if that's the silver lining you can take from it that's good 
But I don't know. My, my stepdad hated Christmas and would freak out around that time of the year. And I think you look at Christmas as a measurement of how well you did at capitalism that year. And it's like, okay. Um, how big is the Jesus, man. <laughs> That's valid. That is, yes, that is. Before. It's a measurement of how good, how good. How good you are at capitalism. And so okay. the kids with the parents, they're the best. They get all the best toys, and they're the most popular for that next third of the school year. You know, I don't know. It's just always been a, a hit or miss thing with me. Having said that, it's just part of our annual gift to the capitalistic machine. And uh, it clears our bank accounts out right before tax season. And I think it serves its purpose very well for that. I know that's not very spiritual, but that is kind of how I see it. No, <laughs> I mean, and that's why I asked, you know, I mean, I, I understand that people have different viewpoints of it. And, and I can honestly relate a lot of what you're saying there and understand where you're coming from with that. And that's why I kind of asked before you got into it about, could you live with it or live without it? And I, I feel the same kind of way. Like if it, to be real, man, if it stopped tomorrow or if I was never even raised on it, I don't, I don't think it would be that big of a deal. Like I, I, I'm a grown adult. I can buy the things that I want throughout the year when I have the money to buy them. It's no reason to go completely apeshit crazy. Yes. Do I get some things for my kids? Sure. But that's, that's one of those things that I can kind of push things off from earlier in the year when they're like, Hey, I want this and I don't have it. And I can be like, cool, let's put it on your Christmas list. Cause I can give you something, you know, work up to building. Cause that's kind of the thing that you're looking into. You're into this year or whatever, whether it be a video game here or there or something like that for my boy or more dolls for my daughter. But yeah. I'm not, I'm definitely not the kind of guy that's about to go out there and, break myself to make these things happen like that i find absolutely ridiculous there's no reason to go in debt to show people that you wanted capitalism this year you know like that <laughs> I, I i dig that and and that that in itself i think is is kind of telling man i, I appreciate you being truthful with that and i'll say we've taken a cool great concept like, take me back to the days where shaman were eating mushrooms and coming down my fucking chimney. Fuck yeah, the door, bro. The door's been reindeer like pants. That, and... that concept, <laughs> I, I, I get a lot more spiritual nourishment out of that than what's, unfortunately, what we've done is we've let our capitalistic democracy poison the, the cultural rituals with materialism. And that's it. And that's, that's it. Reindeers and, and mushrooms like, for everyone. Yes, and chimney mushrooms. That's how I close this. But thanks, guys, and and I do good vibes to all y'all and all your families. I'm not trying to be the Grinch. I'm just that's how I see Christmas. You know? No, no, I, I, no, I, yeah, I appreciate it, man. I really do appreciate you being honest with it. I think that I think that was actually, I don't know. I think that was something that needed to be said. So I do appreciate you coming out here with that this evening. So I do want to jump over to Nate, though, man. What what are what are your thoughts on this time of year, man? Like how do how do you rock it? I'm a, I'm a hopeless optimist, dude, as far as like, I, I actually put out like a weird little mini episode with my wife and we were talking about the Christmas season yeah. um, because I Christmas is a fucking complicated, it's a complicated thing for a lot of people, dude. Like, because it's, there's so many obligations that you feel and it's like, you're forced to spend time with family that you don't necessarily even like or want to spend any time with. And so, like, for my wife, 
she sees holidays as stress. She yeah. fucking hates it, dude. She doesn't want, she fucking hates holidays. For me, I fucking love it because, like, I don't know, maybe I'm a sociopath. I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, I just want to just, like, drink eggnog with whiskey in it and sit on my ass and just, like, and I have a great time. Uh, it, her, she, like, cares what her mom is thinking or care or, like, is, like, feeling or something. I, like, her mom's, I love my mother in law. She is a nice lady, but she's also kind of a giant cunt. Yeah. Um, and so she can be a cunt in the corner and I don't fucking care. I don't care one fucking iota what she's feeling, thinking. Yeah, I, I'm just drinking my fucking eggnog with the whiskey in it. So I'm having a good time. Um, but holidays, man, uh, like I, to me, I try to think about like that. What was this whole like solstice before like the Catholic church turned this into Christ mass, right? Like this was this interesting, like, time when this is like we said it was like the shortest day of the year you're in the middle of this cold fucking season and it's like you spent all summer and all like trying to like grow these fucking crops and you had to find a way to like hold these crops and so like they did ferment fermentation they did all these like different things to so you could like have these things and so like it, in the middle of winter you were forced to share like so that's like this whole like giving experience in winter like as a community you guys had like i hope you still have some bread left i still have some meat that i have buried in the ice like we had to come together as a community and we had to share these things and this is how we made it through winter and so like winter was a shitty thing but it maybe it brought people together you know and I, you know, and in this new fucking world that we're in, like, Uncle Johnny, what you were talking about, dude, like, I get it. Like, we're in this weird capitalist nightmare, uh, <laughs> this fucking over-commercialized hellhole, and it, and we don't get brought together anymore. Like, we, we're so, like, I'm an individual, it's a hardcore individualist, but, like, at the same time, like, we need to come together as a community, because, like... It, we just we have our heads so far up our own ass um i only care about my christmas and what i'm getting for my fucking kids and my fucking house and uh it's an ugly weird fucking time man so i i think this this is the time that uh drink eggnog with whiskey squeeze your fucking your fucking family members yeah even if your mother-in-law's a cunt i'm gonna give her a kiss on the head and give her a squeeze um this is what we got, power Yeah. <laughs> Give oh. some fucking love. And, okay. you know, another fun thing that you can do with your kids, and I made my son do this one year, uh, you can have them pick a present that we are going to give to someone else. Mm. Yep. This That's isn't fun. necessarily all about you. What what can we do for this? Like, uh, Have you guys ever heard of Donor C? Donor C is this like whole micro philanthropy website where like you can pick someone in Uganda that needs a roof yeah, and yeah. you don't even have to pay for the whole thing. You can put $20 towards it, you know? So cool. I, you have your child pick out like, Hey, here's a kid that's my age and they live in some <laughs> terrible fucking place and they need yeah. shoes to go to school. And you could like, and your $20 is like a hundred dollars over there. So they can get the fucking shoes. They can get their books. Like, this can be a kind of a thing where you can show your kids this isn't just about getting gifts. This is about giving gifts. This is about like 
generosity. This is about like coming together as a community. That could be something neat. That's good. That's really good. Yeah, I love that. I love all that. I love it. I do. No, no. Yeah, that that especially showing kids <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you we have a bit of privilege just as becoming being part of the North American continent and part Even of Even being poor here, yeah. You're yeah. Fucking... Poor, American yes. poor is like American poor is half well, the, is No, more but than half I... the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I grew up on welfare, yeah. half homeless, eating government cheese, yeah. but I still had white bread to stick in my mouth. Mm-hmm. You know? yep. <laughs> I had spam. Slice bread. <laughs> Slice bread. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> Luis, I, I, I got to ask, man, like you, I'm going to put you on the spot here. What, is, what does this time of year mean to you? You know, being. Mm, it's, uh, it's usually darkness, so mm, not very positive. Uh, mainly. It's all connected to, well, my father was born December, uh, December 25th, 1927. So that didn't help that he died then on December 28th, 1989. And uh, How old was he when you were born, Luis? Uh, he was in his 50s. Okay. When, when... 1927 seems so long ago. Yes, <laughs> yes. He was older than my mom. Um, but yeah, they were both adults, so it doesn't make any difference. Um, but yeah, that and a bunch of other things I can't tell you uh, in this recording are associated with Christmas. And it's just, uh, yeah, I sadly have extremely negative uh, experiences on this time of the year. But I have met now a beautiful amount of human beings in this year that make the time a bit better. So I appreciate giving you, you a hug right now through Zoom. That's right, yes, right here. it will be okay. Cheers <laughs> to you, brother. Cheers to you. Well, and I guess that leaves you on the spot. I want to hear what you got for it. Um, you know, I'm I'm kind of in that same boat as Luis. I'm I'm. This will be my second Christmas with uh without my father without my father around. Um, it's a uh, you know, I, I kind of base everything around uh, family, you know, the, this time of year. Uh, I like to stretch it out as long as possible. I don't just focus on like the one day during the Christmas season. I will spend, I, I will drag this out to like two weeks, you know, You're I'll like make it a whole two. You're on all year. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like this time of year, you know, that's what I said. I've got no problem with the cold. I, you know, it brings up a whole new menu of food. Um, you know, I, I got a, a batch of mead that I'm fermenting right now that should be ready soon. It, it just brings up, it just brings up a whole new, you know, time of the year. It's, it's all about, and when it does come to that, uh that christmas morning um you know it may not be like we may not do the whole thing of associating christmas and everything with santa and everything there is a special feeling to watching your kids open a few presents even though they know that they came from mom and dad you know there is a special thing to watching them get a few things that they you know have wanted for the whole year it really is it, it's i think that's the the what brings the most joy to me 
fair. No, that that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I bet I, I find that great. You know, and I, I'm, you know, I'm indifferent. I think there's different ways to mix all these beliefs. I think there's different ways to intermeld all this stuff. I do think that <clears throat> we should have more of a. I'm always into the more tied back to nature kind of aspect of things anyway. And I would totally, and I long, my body longs for it anyway, to take the winter months to actually do the whole hibernation idea and maybe do as much reindeer piss and DMT as I possibly could do through these months to reset and be ready for the next spring to, you know, work in crops and work with animals and work with doing what it is that needs to be done yes. to get ready for the next season. You know, yeah. I, I, I say this a lot, you know, I'm always for tying myself back as close to earth as I possibly could because the rest of it's just a joke nowadays. So <clears throat> season, season uh, USA 2023 is going to be a good episode next year. I hope so. You know, and I, I've got positive outlooks for what's, what's things to come. You know, I'm, I try not to be a negative Nancy all the time. And I, I always believe that we're uh, us as humans are totally going to make it and still voting for a season finale with uh with a few aliens at least something i'm tiptoeing oh, into 2023 okay yeah no, no fair, first, fair. first episode is the mass i'm alien running in there dude dick out wait that's the first episode john <laughs> the according to nate it's going to be <laughs> running in with your dick out <laughs> when, when is john's your prediction what oh so get your eggnog in because there's about to be a massive egg shortage. Oh, God. Not for me. Yeah. Not for me. That's going to be episode one of, of season 2023. No, it egg. has nothing to do with the egg shortage. It's just the grocery. They're not paying. The, they're not paying for the eggs. Free, right? Yeah. Well, they're, they're paying for the eggs. All those fucking chickens, man. Plant. Yeah. They're killing those goddamn chickens. What, and what then, did they yeah. say? That if only a few people all had chick, a few yeah. collectives of people had chickens, the egg industry would collapse. We could, yeah. we could I got chickens in my backyard. Chickens, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I've got, I've got chickens in my backyard, which reminds me, I got to get them ready for that cold front coming in tomorrow. Uh, we can, we can I'm, crumble them. I'm telling you guys, if we all got together and just got two or three chickens each. Yeah. If we all decided and, to quit paying taxes, the IRS would crumble too. I love it. Yes. I like that idea. Yeah. You kind of need 300 well, million people to do that. Well, <laughs> uh, I say we could do 5%, half. 5%. If 5% just said, fuck you, suck my dick. No, well, no, 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 no. 5% took their money out of their banks. Yeah, that's that's the bad that too. Yeah. I mean, let's do it. Like, I'm game for all of that. So, yeah, but, uh, well, I do want to give you guys a chance to plug where you guys can find everybody, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go backwards this time. And uh, Nate, where where can everybody get back to find everything that goes on with you? Oh man, our show is called The Reality Czars. We have a lot of fun, man. Uh, we talk about all kinds of crazy shit. Sometimes it's serious, sometimes it's not. Sometimes uh, you get banned. Yeah, yeah. There we go. All right. <laughs> Sometimes, uh, yeah, we're talking cryptids. We're talking politics. We're talking aliens. Uh, the new, the next. We just this year we put out a Bigfoot documentary. Uh, we are going to be putting out an alien documentary or a ghost documentary. I think we're going to start filming in January or February. I think, man, I, I got to talk to my partner, but I've got a bunch of listeners out in the Portland area and they all want to go to the Shanghai tunnels down here in, in Portland. Dude, so the, I think we're going to go there. That sounds uh, fun. 
yeah, my buddy, he's throwing shrooms, so I think we're going to fucking take some shrooms. My other buddy, I think, might be bringing a Ouija board. We might be talking to some ghosts in those Shanghai tunnels. I don't know. Anyways, look out for that shit. We're going to have some fun. And, I, was, uh, I actually was recently talking to your buddy over there with Anomaly Hunter that was uh, yeah. that was telling me Ben's about this great, stuff, man. so I'm looking forward to it, man. Like, uh, Yeah, Ben's fucking awesome. Dude. Yeah, He's dude. brilliant. So, yeah, I mean, come check out our show. We're on Rockfin. Fuck YouTube. And, I mean, we are on YouTube, but go to Rockfin. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, check us out, man. We just have fun. And I listen. I read every fucking email that gets sent to me. I love hearing feedback. I love getting the love. If, come check us out. Realitiesars at gmail.com. Come hit us up. That's right. Yeah, and you guys know that I will have the links to get back to Nate, of course. Follow um let's I'm gonna pop actually skip follow me, I'm gonna skip you and pop back to John real quick. John, what you got going on? Uh, I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna have to go check out Reality Czar, but uh you guys can check me out on TikTok and Instagram. Uh news updates for real. Uh, that's my YouTube channel, Jim Bob. I'm actually locked out of that right now. Are you I really? Cannot, I cannot get into oh. my Google. I cannot get into my Google account. There is no way to get past the second step verification until I get my phone number back. Anyways, long fucking story. Go oh to my, my god! Go to my TikTok if you like reading. If you like dystopian, satirical social commentary, check out my novel, Confessions of a Middle-Aged White Man. You might enjoy that. And that's uh, that's it for tonight, guys. Thanks for letting me chat. Yeah, man. No, I appreciate you Good coming you, on. You know, and and I'll, of course, when we when we finish getting through the rest of these holidays and stuff, I look forward to having you on the first of the year. We can chat about some of the Megs and maybe some of the other stuff you've been chatting about, man. I, I always I always love having a conversation with you, man. You 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 brighten my day, even though you got some. Sometimes you get a little grumpy over there, but I think that's just the Canadian way, ain't it? It's 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 uh, uh, pessimism with a smile, Jim Bob. <laughs> I love it, bro. I love it. No, follow me. Where can everybody Hello. find you, buddy? Oh, you can find me on TikTok, follow uh, me, and Instagram. This is my TikTok. You click my link tree right there, and you can find all my other links. This is my Instagram. Yeah. You can find all my merch. You can find my detoxes. The email if you want to book a one-on-one, but I speak on conspiracies, a lot of good information that I have facts, uh, patents for things. I'm it's you'll be stuck on my content for a hot. I minute. love talking to you, follow me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. You got some good stuff too. You got some good stuff too, man. Come down. And and yeah, you know, Vala may be throwing up some of that good uh, like comedy stuff too, man. If you guys follow him over there on Instagram, he'll he'll he he likes to throw some stuff up to make you laugh, and that's the kind of stuff I love too, man. He's just always a reason to just get a laugh on for the day. That's that's the best thing you can do. Oh yeah, especially with when you learn all this stuff, you gotta laugh because it's a big ass joke, <laughs> right? Welcome to clown world, everybody. You gotta Welcome. laugh so you don't cry, man. <laughs> well, um, and you know. Luis, you got anything you want to leave out for our listeners out there for for the evening? Get coquito. It's better than eggnog. Oh, coquito. Okay, mm. okay. Look into it. It expires like eggnog, but it's rum based. It's fun. Try it. Like <laughs> like like rum chata. Better. Okay. Oh, oh what? Look up the recipes. Really? You I just did. It. I just pulled it up. Like. You know what? And I'm going to be nice. I'm going to share this one with the episode. Cause, yeah. All right. Should. So, uh, Paquito yeah, with a line me. of cocoa. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> ah, let's go. Little, little coconut. No, I, I a traditional Christmas drink in Puerto Rico. The, the, the best one I tried was an illegal one. 
So Pitorro is uh, just the, the moonshine version. And it was incredible, but yeah, it was like 70% alcohol. Oh, <laughs> but it was like, the, yeah, they, because some people like they equip, like the they, they moonshine Asia. in Puerto Rico too, just rum. It's Pito. possible to do it too. All right. Puerto Rican eggnog. I'm going to check that Pito. out because. I'm not a I'm not an eggnog fan, but if you got something that's better, oh, than I eggnog, love eggnog, it's, man. It's way better than eggnog. I like it. I do love eggnog. I'll just take the whiskey. Well, once you try like, this, you'll be like, "What the heck?" All right. I've been doing Bandit, you got anything good for me for tonight? Leave no. it for this Christmas episode. <laughs> no, I I really do. I I really hope to. We all make it into 2023. You know, mm-hmm. fingers crossed for uh you know family in Illinois. Come Ooh, January first, coming January first of twenty twenty three for anybody in Illinois, especially Chicago. So, and anybody looking into the real estate market uh, in Illinois, you're going to see a sudden drop in pricing. Yes, what you're going to see. In Illinois? What am I missing? What happened? Purge, bro. The purge is coming. <laughs> the purge literally. is starting in Illinois. The literally, was warning about the purge. Basically, yep. the sheriff, literally. The sheriff. Cook County Sheriff is warning anybody living in Chicago starting. January first. Wow. Yeah, January first. Why? Your why? What's happening? Why? <laughs> What's it called? The T something bill? Was a T safe bill or something? Safety. Yeah, safety. Safe. Safety bill. Did it, yeah. Am I the only one that just witnessed the glitch in the Matrix? With yeah, I saw to that you twice, too. Nate. What is that glitch? Is the funnest, most coolest glitch I've ever seen? Yes. Like this. Yeah. And you, then you, and you're, the top <laughs> bar just flips out. And it happened it, to you twice. Like, You're gonna see it in the recording. It's really freaky. It's really cool. It's like Max Headroom from the yeah, '80s. Exactly what it is, right? That's so <laughs> it happened before. I was I like, "Nate, are you okay?" Because yeah. he was like this. Yeah, I think it fits well. No, no, for sure. Well, you know, I I gotta say, I appreciate you guys joining me for this Christmas yeah. episode and talking all this weird Christmas nonsense. You know, of course, you guys out there watching know that I'll have all the yeah, links to get oh, back man. to the fun stuff that we had going on, and you know. Get a good laugh what? at Nate and his super awesome. <laughs> That's the best glitch I've ever seen. That's awesome. That is, I'm recording this. This can't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, um, it's and- not a glitch. I'm coming. <laughs> and, uh, you guys know I, I. You guys always know I like to leave. This it is good, man. Good, All right. It, Happy Christmas, everyone! I, yep, I appreciate everybody out <laughs> here that's joined us for this yeah. Christmas day, and you know whatever, whatever you're celebrating or however you're doing. It. And I appreciate you guys checking out this special edition episode. So, what did the pirate Santa Claus say? What? Row ho row! <laughs> you guys have a good night. Thank you.